Hello and welcome to episode 141 of the Fuel Hotel Marketing Podcast. I am your host, Stuart Butler, joined today with Pete DeMeo. Welcome back, everybody, to the multi-day podcast we've been doing. I know. I feel like we're doing one every day right now. It's wild. Also joining us is Melissa Kavanaugh. Howdy ho. And Phil Fariska. Hey, everyone. Up your energy, Phil. That's a little low-key, low man. We've got a special guest. You've got to be here to impress. Welcome back, everybody. There we go. And speaking of special guests, we have, and this, I think you may be the very first hotelier that we've had on the show. So joining us today is Kelly Simmons, the Director of Marketing with Vacation Model Beach. Thanks for joining us, Kelly. Hi, everybody. Thanks, Stuart. So this is crazy times. The audio quality is a bit wonky because we're all recording via Skype. We're all in different locations, so it's it's tough to know who's going to speak when, but Hey, we're committed to bringing you quality content on a frequent basis during this crisis because, candidly, a lot of people need it right now, and they're asking us a lot of questions. We're trying to answer them. So we figured today we would bring on Kelly because she is a very experienced hotelier. She's been with Vacation Model Beach for almost 15 years, seven of which she was the director of the call center and oversaw revenue management, and she recently crazily shifted at the beginning of the year to director of marketing so kelly thoughts on the timing of switching to director of marketing during this crazy crisis um bad (laughs) (laughs) i um yeah this was a very out of left field um and actually the the offer that my leadership team made to me to take this position was uh, pretty out of left field as well. Um, and it seemed like a, a fun new challenge and an opportunity to, to learn and um, grow. Uh, I, I didn't imagine that I would be growing quite this fast. So <laughs> This certainly is a crash course. A, yeah. Yeah. To say there's been a learning curve is, is an understatement. Yeah, so you you didn't come into the director of marketing role with a whole lot of marketing experience. I mean, you understood hotel operations, you'd run the call center, you you overseen the revenue strategy uh, for a long time, but marketing was somewhat new to you. And you and I have spent a good bit of time, and and with the rest of the fuel team too, just trying to get you up to speed on what we've been doing for for Vacation Model Beach for the last twenty years or so. And uh, this, I tell you what, you'll probably learn more in the next three months when, than you will in the next three years combined. This is when, when adversity strikes is when you learn the most, for sure. So, oh, absolutely. But I will say this: your leadership during this crisis has been phenomenal. And I wanted to call out, Pete, you can read this out. So, you have a, a comment, your about statement on your LinkedIn profile is awesome, and it really does sum you up to a T. I think, having known you for a while. So, Pete, you want to read that? Sure. This is what Kelly says about herself. I'm a dynamic leader driving change by inspiring possibility. If I can't find a way, I make the way. It might get loud. That's so perfect. I love it. So anyone that knows Kelly and knows her history with the company would would really appreciate that. So when you took over the call center back many, many moons ago, Kelly, it was just a run-of-the-mill call center situation. But you really took it by the reins and turned it into something magical. I really think it's a very unique setup. 
the theming that you've done. So you want to talk a little bit about what you did there? Um, yeah, sure. So we actually, um, when I when I started with the company 15 years ago, I started as the reservations manager for one of our, at that time, it was 13 properties. And over the course of my tenure there, discussion had come up about the need to centralize the reservation uh, process. And you know, we we decided to start a corporate call center and and combine all of that inbound traffic into one location. And um, I I always I always laugh about this. Um, they asked me I think three times to to take on the call center uh, operations manager role, and I I declined the first two times because I had spent. Um, my time in a call center in my younger years. And it was the worst job I think I had ever had. And that comes from a background. Like my first job was working in a full service shoe store, uh, right out of high school and call center was worse. Um, (laughs) (laughs) but we had an opportunity, um, starting it from scratch to make it whatever we wanted it to be. And my leadership team, um, you know, after several conversations and, you know, walking basically what was an empty canvas in the building over at Shine, trusted me to make it something fun and make it something different. So we opened it um, and it's and it's very difficult to explain without seeing it, but we are shine studios. So my call center staff are rock stars. Um, we basically, you know, hire salespeople and and look for very talented outgoing individuals, um, who are creative and, um, can communicate and talk to people. Um, but we themed the entire call center around, uh, like a rock and roll recording studio. So they're they're rock stars and their name tags are backstage passes and their supervisors are their tour managers and they're not on teams, they're all on bands. Um, all of our phone calls are recorded. So they, uh, you know, talk about phone calls in terms of hit records and they get incentivized uh, based on revenue that they're they're generating with gold records and platinum records. Um, and things like that. So when you walk in, um, you know, we, we put advertising out and, and call for auditions. Inevitably, we always have somebody who comes in and thinks that they're actually trying out for a band or a recording <laughs> studio. Um, and you walk the halls and we have, um, I think we're over 100 now, gold and platinum records on the walls as you walk in. Um, and it can be a little confusing to people who don't know who we are or what we do. They think it's actually a recording studio. Yeah, it's awesome. I've been there a few times. And the one thing I would say is you can just feel the energy in the call center, which is completely different than any other call center I'd been to. And you also have, you have the recording studio in there too, right? That's where you do training and things like that. Yeah, we have um, a, a coaching room. As we we recall, we call that our recording studio. With the, and it actually has a red light over the door, and that's where our staff go in for uh, one-on-one sessions with their their coaching manager, their tour manager, to improve their records, um, turn every call into a hit record, 
our back um, offices, we have an engineering studio where our roadies work, our QA department to, to support everybody. Uh, I have a training office that's our rehearsal studio. Um, our little lounge off the side, we painted it green and it's our green room. Um, so, you know, we, we carry through the whole way. It's, it's not, I always tease people, you know, it's not like a wacky tourist spirit day. It's every day we get these folks in, we have music going all the time. We do contests and spiffs and try to, to tie it into, um, that overall vibe and, and get our folks involved and engaged in the culture and the atmosphere because we find that it helps drive performance. Yeah, it's amazing. It's, it's really is cool. So I'm really excited. You know, you're brand new to the marketing role, but seeing that creativity already being applied during this situation to, to the marketing team there at Vacation Model Beach, I think it's, it, it's a testament to you and the way you think outside of the box. And you're always looking for solutions, always looking to not just motivate the staff, but also be creative when it comes to guest communication and, and things like that. So the reason we had Kelly join the show today is because we wanted to talk through a couple of specific things that Vacation Model Beach is doing. And, and we'll jump into that in a second. But before we do, let's see what's going on in the news of all right. Ready, ready, everybody? Uh, yeah, I mean, they, they've been waiting with bated breath okay. since last episode because well, we, we brought it back. With hotel marketing that cannot lose, now it's time for your news or ruse. Wow, that was completely different. Like, that's I a remix. don't know. I, I, I got a little pitchy at the end. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's what happens when you change the melody, man. You, you, yeah. you stick to the basics. Unbelievable. Kelly, what do you think of the jingle? Um, it, it's, it's a jingle. Do you think it would be a hit record at Shine Studios? <laughs> I think we could work on it. <laughs> <laughs> you right. know, maybe if you added like a, a little backing track and, you know, we could get it there. Yeah. Kelly, I think if, if you just drop it in auto tune for me and just, you know, run with it, I think it'll be a big hit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sounds like you need to spend some time with your tour manager, Pete. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah. Uh, so, Phil, you want to give us a little update? I know you've been back and forward a little bit. The news news today, we're going to follow up on last week, where Google announced this massive package where they're going to be crediting folks that have spent money in Google ads over the past 12 months. So what do we know since we last recorded, Phil? All right. So um, this ad credit Google's providing goes to small businesses in every country where Google ads is available. Um, and it's like Stuart had mentioned, it's focusing on customers that had existing relationships and been using Google ads for at least one year. Um, and if you're eligible, you'll be informed through an in-product notification. So they're going to tell you right in the Google ads platform, whether you're eligible, um, and how much you'll be receiving. Uh, and then so these credits, they're going to be made available, um, in phases beginning in late Q2, um, and those will be, you know, used until the end of 2020. So when that's made available, we recommend using it sooner than later. Uh, don't let that expire uh, before the end of 2020. So we don't know precisely when it's going to happen yet. We kind of have ranges and we don't know how much folks are going to get yet. Is that correct? Correct. Yeah, Google will let you know how much you're receiving. Um, they have not specified that. And if everybody's going to be receiving the same amount, if it's based off of your previous spend, um, those type of things. But uh, 
you will be seeing it within your account. We, we don't know any other way they may notify you, but you will be notified definitely within the Google Ads platform. And so does, does, do they need to do anything at this point or just sit tight and wait for Google to do their thing? Right. So um, no further, this is directly from Google, no further action required at this point as eligible partners will see the credit directly in their accounts in the coming weeks. Awesome. So that's a little bit of good news coming out from Google over the last few days. So we're excited and we'll keep you updated on that when we start seeing it uh, arrive in our client accounts. Then... Uh, We'll, we'll let people know what's going on. And, and when we get a better understanding of how much the credit is, is it a percentage of what you spent? We're not sure yet. So stay tuned for that. So that's good news for you, Kelly, because you guys have spent a lot on Google Ads in the last 12 months. So we're hoping to see a big fat credit in your accounts here in the next yes, 12 months. Yeah, I hope so. I uh, know we need it for sure. Alrighty. So let's jump into the topic. So there's three specific things that you guys are doing. And you know, I'm not saying this for folks just to copy it on its own, but you know, it might inspire people to start thinking about the, the kind of things they could be doing as we you know, deal with the current situation, but also look forward to recovery as well. So we're going to start out with number one, 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 which is worry-free booking guarantees. So you want to talk a little bit about you, you, what you guys have done in terms of incentivizing the people that are looking to book right now what you've done to make reduce some of the fear in the booking process um yeah and i don't i'll start by saying i don't think that anything that we're doing is particularly um new or or groundbreaking um but is pretty much um I'm seeing folks do some version of this across the industry, whether it's with hotels or, um, you know, other aspects and things like that. But we have absolutely seen um, folks who are in the process right now of having to cancel plans um, due to ordinances about not being able to travel or fear of travel. And they're struggling with companies, tour companies, or um, entities n not wanting to provide refunds or, or providing pushback and it's created some controversy. So I think that, you know, as we watch that, it behooves us to be more proactive to encourage future travel to tell people that, hey, it's very uncertain right now. We don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what's going to happen, but we do um, want to encourage you to book so that as things return to normal, we can help you return to normal as quickly as possible and have that confidence that you're not locked into a particular deposit or date or travel plan um, with these uncertain times. Um, so we typically um, have a non-refundable deposit that we require at time of booking that equals the first night's room and tax. And then for, I think going on three now, three years now, we've offered a program called our VIP plan, which stands for Vacation Interruption Protection. And it's been an add-on at the checkout process that for an additional fee, you could guarantee your, your deposit, that you could change or cancel anytime up until the day of arrival. Uh, you could change your dates for free. Um, you could check out early once you've arrived and get a refund for the balance of your stay. So that's something that we've always offered. And folks who have not opted for that have had a, a non-refundable deposit. Um, 
with the the changing climate um, regarding you know cancellation fees and things like that, we have opted to go to uh, what we call our worry-free booking guarantee, where we're allowing everybody the option to change or cancel absolutely free up until 72 hours prior to their arrival date. And then we're still offering that VIP plan at checkout, which for that additional fee, folks can opt in and then be able to cancel or change all the way up until four o'clock the day of arrival. Yeah, that's perfect. And you know, looking back at your data before this happened, even there was a pretty high adoption rate on that VIP. A lot of people wanted that just that peace of mind. So that was a good revenue driver for you guys for the last three or four years that you've been offering that. Yep, absolutely. All right, so let's jump into number two, 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 two. So turning cancellations into future stays. So you guys, from very early on, and, and I have to say it's probably a lot easier for you because you have such a good call center staff and they're well-trained and you can get them all doing the same thing. But I know just looking at the, the volume of calls that came in really starting about three weeks ago, uh, a lot of people were just freaking out and calling to cancel. And you guys kind of took a different approach than just saying, sure, let's go ahead and cancel it. You were a bit more proactive than that. So you want to talk about that? Um, sure. So what we started to do, um, and we've actually, it's been a learning process and we've streamlined it quite a bit in the last two weeks and seen pretty, pretty, um, I'm honestly impressed by the success of it, is that we put the initiative out for folks calling to cancel that instead of canceling, um, which we're, we're still refunding deposits at this point, but giving folks the option to reschedule dates because we continue to hear that our guests wanna come, they're just not sure when they can come. Um, so we're allowing our folks to reschedule and offering to match a percentage of their deposit as a credit towards their new dates. Um, so instead of canceling and opting for a refund, if you'll push your dates to, um, you know, sometime between now and October 31st, we'll match whatever um, your original deposit was by 25% and give you that as a credit towards your new dates. Um, we understand that sometimes people may not have a firm date in mind um, because um, things are ever changing. And that's fine. We're also offering the option to basically put their reservation and their, their deposit on hold. And we're applying that credit. And then once they have firm dates in mind, they can call us back, reschedule, and claim that credit for their, their future stay. Yeah. So it's, just, it's really just about flexibility. You're giving that, you're, you're looking at it from their perspective, trying to eliminate the fear and the doubt and the uncertainty and just be be at one with them and saying, Hey, we're in this together. Let's, let's figure this out. And the fact that you're giving that credit, I think says a lot about how you treat your guests. And, and just to be clear, the credit, that's a bonus on top of what they're getting. Right. Or that, okay. Yeah. So they can, I mean, it's applicable to any rate code or any package, any date there are, um, you know, there aren't blackout dates if they decide to come for the 4th of July, great. If they come for Labor Day, great. Um, basically, what we're doing is looking at whatever their initial deposit was for their original reservation that they had already committed to. So if you had um, a $200 deposit on your reservation for spring break, and now you're finding that you have to move your dates, um, we're giving you a $50 credit. We're matching that deposit by 25%. So you get a $50 
um, deposit match credit to use towards that new date that you choose. That's very cool. So what's the consumer's feedback when you're explaining all this, these incentives for them and kind of how you guys are working together has been pretty positive? It has been. um, And we actually, so the way we communicated this out, um, you know, obviously we had to send an email out to folks as we got word from um, the, the, the various local government ordinances that we would have to close for the month of April. So we had several thousand reservations on the books that we had to reach out to very quickly to let them know that, hey, your reservation's being canceled, um, but we're here for you to reschedule. So we we did the e-blast. Um, we set up social media posts to, to reach our fans that follow us on social media. Um, but through our phone system, we were actually able to set up a dialer blast campaign where we were able to load the phone numbers of all of our uh, reservations that were being affected and do a pre-recorded message out to those folks via phone that, you know, basically said that due to local ordinances, your reservations have been canceled, uh, refunds are being processed, but we have a great offer for you. If you'd like to reschedule, press one to talk to a reservation agent and we'll, you know, explain the offer. And that blast went out uh, over the course of two hours, I think we had around 300 calls come in um, from options that people were taking that press option to get to one of our reservation staff. And um, we ended up with somewhere in the neighborhood of like a 35%, um, what we're calling it saves, reservation saves, um, just from those two hours alone. Um, And that ordinance that, yeah, that blast went out about seven o'clock at night. Um, and we have to cut off our our outbound dials at 9 p.m. Um, but we've also followed that up with an email that had a number that they could call to reach the call center. And then we're working on another campaign to go out via email, I think this afternoon, to reach the folks who didn't um, didn't respond to either the phone blast or that we haven't heard from yet so that we can try to catch them that way. But overwhelmingly positive. That's fantastic. I, I, you know, I, I know we, we kind of joked that you picked marketing at the worst possible time, but having somebody with cost center experience in a customer service issue or nightmare like this is prop was probably the best move that you could have made because, you know, both the cancellation policy that you talked about and the worry-free booking guarantee, how you communicated that to the guest, you can definitely see you got the, the cost center experience under your belt as well. Oh, yeah, for sure. Which is, you know, we've preached for a long time on this show how it, it's funny. The hospitality industry has always done these silos between operations and marketing. And there's kind of this divide between sales and revenue in marketing. And the fact that you've worn so many different hats within the organization and understand all the perspectives, you really are the golden goose for VMB right now because you can really tie all of those departments together in a cohesive strategy that's going to be effective. So it's really cool, which is why we wanted you on the show, because you can add a unique perspective to a lot of the folks that in our audience. It's great. All right, so let's shift gears a little bit. So this is number three. three, 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 three. So this is um, looking at 
future, like as we're trying to incentivize new business, and you already touched on this, it's it's difficult because you've got to get the balance right. You don't want to be out there saying, come stay with us right now. One, because the area you're in, Model Beach, has a, an, a city ordinance that's closed all the hotels right now for non-essential workers, and there's a couple of other exce- exceptions, but for the most part, the hotels have to be closed. But two, you a lot of people that went out and tried to incentivize business early on were getting a lot of heat both from their either their previous guests or the locals in their area saying why you encourage people to travel right now we're all meant to be staying at home and self-isolating so it it's it really is a delicate balancing act and you guys are thinking through this right now but you want to talk a little bit about what you're doing from this this prepaid vacation package and how you're looking to roll that out at the appropriate time um, yeah, so what we are um, currently working on, and it's it's essentially finished, I think we're just looking for, from a timing perspective, how um, how to roll it out and to who, who we roll it out to, is that we're um, offering the vacation packages where they're basically a, a three-night stay um, at a choice of one of our three hotel properties, uh, and it It'll include a food credit and or an arcade credit for those properties that have our um, big fancy like arcade, redemption arcades, Um, but very inexpensively. So we're looking at anywhere between, I think, $169 to $399 for a three-night stay with a food and game credit Um, that'll be valid uh, anytime between... um, May, hopefully May, and the end of the year where folks can buy this package without having a date in mind. So they can purchase it, um, keep it, and then as things loosen up or they they get their travel dates or plans or there's more certainty around that, they can call us and then activate their package, pick their dates, and make their reservation yeah, so you, you're dealing with that dance right now, trying to figure out the messaging and the, the tone and the timing, and I think that's mm-hmm. that's the tricky part, right? Because we don't really know. You said May, but you know, we're we're on lockdown here in Mola Beach till at least the end of April, and then we're seeing right. folks in in other states that are now locking down till potentially June 10th, which is a scary proposition. But I, I think this is this is great, right? Because it rather than you going out and saying we're going to slash rates and discount, you're saying, hey, we're going to add value. We're going to give you a guarantee of a stay, and not only are you going to have the stay, but you're going to have a great experience because we're adding the food, we're adding the 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 plate, the arcade game cards, and things like that. So that's one of the things we're preaching a lot to our our audiences let's not get into a race to the bottom rate war after this let's really look at how can we add value and and try to incentivize people to come stay with us by by creating a better experience than they may have had previously so. right and i'll i'll actually say i'm i'm pretty proud of um myrtle beach and and the hoteliers as a whole you know we keep a very close eye and do rate shops and concerts and things like that and you know it in in past years, it seemed to be that we'd all, you know, start dropping rate and it's like down the rabbit hole. We all go, we just chase each other down the rabbit hole and you, you train your customers to wait for that, um, to a degree. And, and it can be a challenge to bounce back from. And I think that through the different resources that we have out there and, and some 
collaborative marketing and, and things that we've all been able to really you know, improve the rate strategy for Myrtle Beach as a whole. And, and we're not seeing a lot of folks slash rates um, in, in a panic because I think that we all feel that when this crisis comes to an end, people are definitely going to be ready to travel and ready to get out of their houses and ready to hit the beach. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. It's they're not traveling because of rate. You know, that's not the reason they're not traveling. So rate's not a lever you can pull right now to, to create demand at all. And I don't think that can be said enough that this is not a, there's not a financial reason people aren't traveling right now. So you can't use those means to try to in, incentivize them to travel. Uh, right. You, I know that, I don't know if you guys have been looking at what Spirit Airline has been doing, but you can fly pretty much anywhere on Spirit for a couple bucks. There's some air mm-hmm. airfares that was like $16 was just their rate. So yesterday in our office, everyone was trading places that they want to go because if you can fly there for $16, if you can get a direct flight from Ohio to Myrtle Beach for pennies, you know, then the next thing is, okay, I'm in this aspirational stage because if this was a, a snowstorm, everybody would be planning, okay, I want to get out of the house. I want to travel somewhere. And people are still doing that, but they just don't know when that's going to be. So it seems like mm-hmm. the prepaid vacations, creating that aspirational environment is, is, is great. Yeah, and I think you know spirits. This is going to backfire on them because spirits already cheap, right? We you, for the longest time we could fly from Myrtle Beach to New York for under a hundred bucks, and now it's literally you can get a round trip. If you go to the airport, you can get a round trip to New York for twenty five bucks right now. But obviously, people aren't going to want to fly to Mil- to New York from Myrtle Beach, and they actually just shut that, those flights out of New York down yesterday. But they've now anchored a rate. So now people that were looking at that are like, wow, 25 bucks to New York, that's great. So now when it comes back and there is demand and it's 100 bucks, it doesn't look as attractive as it used to. So they, they've kind of shot themselves in the foot. And I guarantee whether that rate yesterday was 50 bucks or 25 bucks, it wouldn't have made a difference to how many people were on that plane. So they just, they created, they just eroded their value proposition without creating demand, which is very short-sighted from a big company like Spirit. So I agree with Kelly. I'm glad that Model Beach as a destination so far has not done that from a hotel perspective. We just need to keep banging that drum so that people don't fall into that trap coming out of this thing. Absolutely. Well, this is great. I think there's a lot of value. We'd love to have you back on the show at some point when you, you, you know when we're through this and maybe start talking about the recovery process because you obviously offer a perspective that a lot of people don't hear on this show because you, you being on the, in the trenches as it were on the front line. So thank you for coming on. I actually talked to your boss, Matt yesterday and mentioned to him that you were going to be on the show. And he was like, you didn't ask my permission. So he was giving me a hard time that I invited you on the show, but I think he was more upset that I'd never invited him on the show. So I'll give him a hard time for that. So, so I, I hadn't actually asked him. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I had, yeah, I had I had not mentioned it to him at all. That's all right. We'll beg forgiveness. Yeah. <laughs> Always beg forgiveness. I think that that's the yeah. sign of a true rock star, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Pete, I think we have a little bit of housekeeping. You want to read our listener feedback? Yeah. So to kind of give this some a uh, frame of reference, we put out our crisis management resources for hotels 
it's a big master list of links to our site, to other sites, to competitive agency sites even, of just tools that hotels can use to to make the most out of a, a really bad situation. And we also ask for any other pieces of information that we can add to that list to, to make it grow. And, and we got some feedback. So this comes to us from Jerome from JCMT Agency. And he said, longtime listener to your podcast here. While listening to episode 137, I was moved by your message about helping each other out in the industry. You mentioned getting in touch if we had anything to share. So I wanted to send you this guide we've just finished that looks at what and why hotels should be doing social media during these very difficult times. We've answered a lot of our clients' doubts and questions on it, and it also might help yours as well. So he gave me a, a link to his download and said, keep up the great work with the podcast. All the best, Jerome. So thanks, Jerome. So there is in the podcast notes, there's a link to a PDF of this download, and there's a lot of great information in there. And we certainly appreciate being able to partner with other people who, again, are just having everybody else's best interest at heart, because um, as we keep saying, we are all in this together. So just help each other out as much as we can. So we appreciate it, Jerome. Thank you. Yeah, and we also added his download to our resource list, which you can find at fueltravel.com slash resources. That's where the master list lives of all these great articles that we're finding. If you have an article that you have created uh, that you want to add to that list or you feel like would be helpful to the to the industry at large, then just shoot it over to info at fueltravel.com, and you might even get shouted out on the show just like Jerome. So thanks for that. Hey Pete, did you want to did you want to say something else as well? Didn't you have another little announcement? Yeah, so this kind of goes in a little different direction than what the podcast usually does, but because everybody's been working from home and we've all been fighting our kids for Wi-Fi access and bandwidth, I wanted to share a product of the week. So you need to do a jingle. Got, I know. I was just thinking about that. And I didn't have time to put one together. So it's those jingles take of hours week. of work. Hold on. Melissa's got a oh, wait, jingle. Wait, Go wait. for it, Melissa. I think I just did it. Do it again. It's the product of the week. Ba-dum-boom. <laughs> Ba-dum-boom. Oh. I like that. I don't know. Uh, anyway, it's the Netgear Powerline Wi-Fi extender. And this thing's pretty awesome. It uses your electric uh, network in your house to send your Wi-Fi signal to the far reaches of of your house. So in our case, I have one end of the extender plugged into my wireless router that plugs into the wall. And then upstairs in our bonus room, I have the other portion of the device that plugs into the wall, which can give you either a hardwired like cat five type connection or another Wi-Fi network. But what it allows me to do is I'm recording right now over Wi-Fi in our bonus room on my own Wi-Fi network. That's not getting hogged up by the kids Xbox, tablets, and everything else, and gives me an incredibly fast speed that's not getting slowed down by everybody else in the house. So if you're stuck you know, working from home like me and a lot of other people are, it's one of those things that it kind of does make a lot of sense to have. Yeah, so we'll put a link to that uh, in the show notes as well. So you can get the notes today's show, fueltravel.com slash podcast, and click on episode 141. 
So, Kelly, thanks again for joining us. Hopefully you you uh, you survived it and enjoyed it and will be willing and happy to come back on the show again soon. Yeah, thank you so much. I appreciate the invitation. Yeah, for sure. So if they want to learn more about Kelly, then I put a link to her LinkedIn profile in the show notes as well. Uh, Pete, if they want to learn more about you, where can they find you? Check, check me out on Twitter at PDiMeo, P-D-I-M-A-I-O. And Phil. You can find me on Twitter at P Fariska, P F O R I S K A. And Melissa. I'm on Twitter at M A Cavanaugh, M A K A V A N A G H. You can find me at Stuart Butler. You can find us collectively at Fuel Travel. Again, if you want to send us a question or some kind of article that you've created that you feel like would help the industry, then shoot us an email info at fueltravel.com and then also please go leave a review that's how other people find us and if you're not up for leaving a review then please just tell tell a friend that we exist tell them to go listen to the fuel hotel marketing podcast and we'll spread the love so until next time you have been listening to the fuel hotel marketing podcast Talking, talking, testing, talking, talking, testing, talking. Hello, this is me talking. I have so much to say, but I'm just going to repeat the same thing over and over again.